Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. Happy, happy Tuesday, Resilient Squad. Thank you so much for tuning back in to Resilient You. It's been a little while here since it's just been you and I talking. I've been having so many guests on and honestly, I've been having so much fun with it. But, you know, we got to have a little you and me time. So I'm back for a solo episode today. Today, we are going to be talking about dopamine detoxing. And I'm going to share with you my experience so far with this. So in my personal life, I really feel that lately my self-development has slowed. And it's not that I'm not um, taking in new information from thought leaders that I admire. It's not that I'm not, you know, listening to podcasts that really benefit my mindset. It's something else. And honestly, what I've dialed it down into is distraction and addiction. Now, I even wrote down some of my quote-unquote addictions, many of which are probably shared by you guys to some degree. I am addicted to laying in my bed, surfing the internet, on the couch, eating a lot of chocolate. Like, oh, guys, I love chocolate so much, like more so than other sweets. Um, some other things that I'm addicted to are my phone, the act of scrolling, which I just recently realized, and I'll talk more about that, but especially what I tied my low moods to, especially in the past couple of weeks, was spending more than an hour and a half on social media. So I think it was Wednesday was the last day that I was on social media. I'm on a break right now. It's Saturday. For you guys, it's Tuesday. I'm coming back on social media Monday, so I'll be back by then. But I realized I'd never really done a social media detox, like, ever. I had never just freaking decided to take X amount of days off my phone. And if I did, I probably went back on that promise to myself because I truly, truly, truly do not remember the last time I took time away from social media. So anyways, on Wednesday... I woke up that morning and I was like, you know what? I really want to see where my time is going. I know I could be a more productive human than I am currently being. So I took out a piece of paper from my notebook and I logged how long I did each activity that day. So I logged 8 a.m., woke up 8 a.m. to 8.30, got ready in the bathroom, made a cup of tea, read a little bit 8.30 to 9.00 made breakfast, so on and so forth for my whole day. And I wrote down when I was what I consider working on social media, aka promoting my podcast, making promotional materials on my personal Instagram. And I logged every little thing I did that day every time I went on social media um, in chunks. I, um, yeah, I did a really good job of just logging all my content creation, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, long story short, the reason I did this was to see how productive I was truly being, 
and I also wanted to truly see how much time I was spending on my phone, how much of that was for productive matters, and how much of that was just personal scrolling just for fun on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Some good things I've done in the past year or so, I've deleted my Twitter completely, so I don't have one anymore. I just really wasn't getting any value from it at that time, and I just decided to delete it eventually because someone tried to break it to my account, and I was like, okay, I don't need this problem in my life. I don't have Facebook downloaded on my phone, so I only go on Facebook on my laptop, and yeah, I've narrowed the apps down to Instagram and TikTok on my phone, essentially, for social media. So really, the only apps that I have to scroll on, like I said, are Instagram and TikTok. At the end of Wednesday, I looked at the paper I'd been writing of all the times I was doing everything, and I kind of realized, because I was noting my moods throughout the day to it, even though I didn't necessarily write that down, I noticed that after I had spent an hour and a half on social media, I started feeling crappy, even if I was quote-unquote working. And this is a realization that I've never really had before. And I was really happy that I did this little activity with me, with myself, because I, you know, I think we all get those feelings every once in a while where it's just a general feeling of blech, like, ooh, I feel icky on days where we spend too much time scrolling or on social media or I don't know, maybe even playing video games, whatever that thing is for you. And it was a really cool finding for me to understand, like, oh, like, I seriously need to limit not only my screen time overall on my phone, but specifically my social media. Because on iPhones these days, you can see your screen time, right? And it will tell you how long you're on each app. But it was so interesting to me to find out pretty much the exact time frame where I started to feel crappy, even if I was being quote unquote productive, which was really interesting to me, um, productive on social media. And I was like, wow, I spend a lot more time on social media than that. I probably, unfortunately, spend like, what, two to three hours a day just on social media apps. And I love to listen to podcasts, blah, blah, blah. We love our phones these days. I'm trying to break that habit. But anyways, I was like, wow, this is significantly affecting my life. I find myself checking my metrics on my post performance too often. I've been checking my podcast downloads and other statistics too often and it's just to a point where it's not productive anymore. I think you can approach things from a business mindset and be like, oh, I have this business goal in my head to hit this many downloads within this many days of the release of this episode. I want my post to reach this many people on Instagram, hopefully have this many interactions, blah blah blah. I think it's completely possible to remove the emotionality from that process even though I'm using my personal social media to promote these things. But I am just pretty self-aware, and I've just noticed lately I'm not feeling so hot. And that there's really no reason why I can't take a little break from social media. So I talked to my boyfriend, and I was just like, hey, I think I'm going to take a break from social media. Like, it, it's really just not making me feel any good lately, and I really don't feel like I can or I have been productive because of these addictions that I have to my phone, and I truly do believe they are addictions. So I decided that I was going to take a social media break from Thursday to Sunday night, and I'd be back on Monday morning, so I'd have time to promote this podcast that you're listening to today. And honestly, I feel amazing. I 
I don't think I've gotten a crazy amount more productive. I've actually noticed that those anxious scrolling behaviors I did before are being channeled into other things. So the first day I had my social media deleted for, I was really loving my chocolate that day. And then I was like, ooh, okay, okay, I see what's happening here. So my attention and addictive behaviors are going to other things now because my brain is deprived of this one thing that it loves to do. So then I said, okay, no chocolate for a week. So I am now not eating chocolate until next Thursday. Uh, And when I took away the chocolate, I noticed I want to snack. And I want to scroll on my phone, whatever that means, even on not social media things. So now I'm scrolling through my camera roll. I'm scrolling through my messages app. I'm scrolling through my contacts app and like deleting people, which, yeah, I guess that's like productive to a degree. But I'm like, whoa, my brain just wants to be distracted. So maybe it's not even addicted to social media in and of itself, but it's just addicted to distraction, which, ugh, that sucks. That is the enemy of being productive. And when I stop chocolate, I want to snack on other things. So my brain wants basically short-term dopamine. And this is where I'm going to dive into what dopamine detoxing is. Please bear with me. I'm not an expert. I'm going to read a couple things from the internet to kind of let you know what it is. So here's a couple of definitions. Dopamine fasting is a form of detox involving temporarily abstaining from addictive technologies or behaviors such as social media, listening to music on technological platforms, internet gaming, and, be, and can be extended to temporary, wow, I cannot talk, temporary deprivation on social interaction and eating. Another definition. Dopamine detoxing is a concept which a lot of people follow. Consider it to be a detox, but for your brain. The simple rule is to follow and in, wait, okay. The simple rule to follow is to avoid engaging in any activity which you enjoy doing or which stimulates the brain. It could be browsing your phone, avoiding screen time, listening to music, or engaging in any hobby. So those are just a couple of definitions. Let me wrap it up. So dopamine detoxing is essentially when your brain has an addiction to something and we notice it. So for me, social media, chocolate, blah, blah, blah. It loves, your brain loves these short-term, low-energy dopamine fixes where you don't really have to do very much to get a rush of dopamine in your brain. And dopamine detoxing is when you are rewiring your brain by taking those things away so that you get more dopamine from simpler activities that are actually supposed to bring you joy. And these are activities that require more effort, such as reading, working out, doing that hobby that you love to do so much, but you've been putting off because it takes effort. So that's why we find ourselves touching our phones when we're not even thinking about it to just see if we have a notification on our screen. That literally gives us dopamine, whether or not a notifications on the screen when we tap it. I believe it's called intermittent dopamine. Um, I don't really know the proper scientific term, but it's like intermittent dopamine fix or something like that. And it's actually the most addictive psychological concepts. <laughs> wow, I sound super smart right now. But essentially, when a stimulus is sometimes given to you and sometimes not, 
it's actually the most addictive activity you can engage in. I don't have any sources for that. I, I learned that somewhere and I don't remember where. But basically, for some reason, when we tap our phone, we, we're excited because we don't know whether or not there's going to be a notification. So for some reason, because it's there sometimes and other times it's not, it makes it more addictive. I don't really know the science behind that. That's just something I learned. But I am definitely someone who finds myself tapping my phone screen, double tapping it just to see if I have a notification. And I'm often not even freaking thinking about it. Anyways, so back to the list of addictions I had written down the other day. Should have had that in front of me, but I don't. I have realized that my productivity has been low because my brain is so addicted to these low energy, low effort dopamine fixes. So my brain gets dopamine when I touch my phone and then I don't want to go work out or shuffle, right? And but, but here's the thing, right? We don't feel fulfilled at the end of the day when we've been scrolling all day, playing video games, laying on the couch. I mean, at least I don't. I will feel guilty upon going to bed that night saying, oh my gosh, I could have spent today way better. And regardless of that dopamine fix that I got, I don't feel good about myself as a person. I don't feel good about how I live that day. So another thing I've been practicing right now is scheduling my leisure time and scheduling my productivity time. So in the mornings, I will journal and reflect on my thoughts. I'll have a cup of tea. I'll really take some time for myself, which is honestly something I've neglected a lot of my life. I often rush off to work first thing in the morning or when I was in school, rush off to school. So that's been really helpful for my mental health and really just understanding what I'm thinking, not letting it be jumbled up in my brain all day, just getting it out on paper. So I schedule my productivity um, for after that point, after my me time to work on a podcast or write down some content goals or clean the house, et cetera, et cetera, write down my grocery list. And that's been working out a lot better for me. And then I'll have my leisure time later at night where I watch my sister in WandaVision or I catch up on The Bachelor or tonight I literally wrote down that I'm going to play Minecraft because it's something I've been telling myself that I want to have time to do for like a month now. But guess what I end up doing, guys? I end up scrolling on my freaking phone and I'm trying to tell myself that I don't have time for things. I'm calling BS, me, BS, okay? Okay, so that was just a little <laughs> note to myself. Anyways, I, I love this idea of dopamine detoxing, dopamine fasting, because my brain is so lively when I'm not engaged in this distraction all day. I have so many ideas, and I've been able to write them out, and because I've physically deleted these apps from my phone I don't have the option to go on them even if I haven't gotten amazingly more productive which at this point I really don't think I have I think it's going to take a little bit longer than three days to truly break these neural connections in my head but I feel a lot better and I feel like I'm understanding myself a lot more and I feel like I can be a better podcaster and provide more value to my audience through my posts, my podcasts, my Instagram stories, because I, I'm trying to develop this emotional detachment a little bit from how I feel based on my stats. And so far, it's working. I think it's going to take a lot more of these social media breaks. And honestly, I'm really grateful because now I have this list of addictions or bad habits 
that I can continue to work on and detox from those one at a time. And hopefully I'm going to reach a point where I can go days without any of those bad habits I wrote down. I can go days without, you know, sitting on the couch when I should not be sitting on the couch. Like I want to work at a desk, right? I don't want to work on my bed. I don't want to work on the couch. I think that's a bad habit I need to break. And when I'm able to achieve those things or do them a lot less, I know I'm going to feel so much more fulfilled. And I already do just by simply deleting these apps for a few days. I'm not saying I'm a completely different human. I'm, I don't think I am. I think it takes time to really ingrain these things because honestly, if I look back, I think my social media addiction has been a thing since I got my first iPod touch in like my freshman year of high school. So if I have eight plus years of social media addiction, it's going to take a while to truly break that. And Well, I guess I should put it this way. I really know what my values are. Luckily, that's been something I've been diving into deep the last year is what are my limiting beliefs? What are my values? What do I want to do with my life? And not so much in the sense of like, what career do I need to have? What do I need to be in the eyes of others? No, it's what value do I want to bring in my lifetime? What is that? And I may not know the exact answers to all of those questions, but I know that my purpose here on this earth is to bring value to other people. I may be still learning and developing the values or or the value that I bring to others and developing the skills to properly deliver it to my audience, but that's something that I'm really passionate about. I really want to help you guys. I really want to help people through my struggles and what I've learned, if nothing else in my life. And I think in order to be that to you guys, I really do need to develop more resilience, more strength, more detachment from stats because stats at the end of the day don't tell you how much you have affected a person's life for the good at the end of the day. They don't say that. And in a culture so obsessed with numbers, I'm really just trying to take a step back and be the best that I can be for you guys and not be scared that the algorithm is gonna, you know, like uh, dismiss me because I took six days off of Instagram or whatever. I can't care about that stuff. All I can care about is that I'm doing a good thing for good people at the end of the day. So I challenge you, what do you feel are your bad habits right now? What do you feel that you're addicted to? Do you feel like you're being productive lately? Or do you feel like there are some things you could do to make yourself feel just a little bit better? And don't set yourself up for failure. Give yourself a small goal to just take a little bit of time away from something that you feel is bad for you or that you're addicted to and just see if you can do it. And notice how you feel. Is it really hard at first? Does it get easier? Do you feel a little more fulfilled now that you're taking some time away from it? I really want to challenge you guys to come along with me. Find something to dopamine detox from. You don't have to go hardcore. Some people do go all in and abstain from everything that they're addicted to, but I want to set you guys up for success. So like I said, I want to challenge you just to take a little bit of time away from something that you don't think is bettering your life and try to replace it slowly with something that is, or, you know, just lessen the time you spend on your phone, lessen the time you spend playing video games or sitting on the couch like me. I'm right there with you. I'm not more perfect than you. I just want to be really honest and share this part of my life with you and take you along. Thank you so, so much for listening again today. I love you guys. This has been really good for me. I 
like I said, I just want to bring you guys more value and be a better podcaster with every episode I release. So, you know, if you do decide to do this with me, send me a message on Instagram at AnnieBlade underscore. Let me know what you're detoxing from. Let me know how you're feeling. I am right there with you. I'm going to be continuously doing this with different activities like not laying in my bed, (laughs) not going on the couch, not eating certain things. And I'm right here with you, so you can reach out to me, and I am a resource for you always. Remember, Resilience Squad, you are amazing. I love you so much. I am here for you, and until next Tuesday, I will talk to you then. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and felt that it brought value to your life, please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story. And be sure to tag me at AnnieBlade underscore, at ResilientYouSquad, and also the guest that I had on if I did have one on this episode. If you would also be so kind to run on over to the Apple Podcast app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to. I always love hearing your guys' feedback. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will see you next Tuesday. Stay resilient, squad.